Is obedience just for the legalist? What did Jesus mean when he said, if you love me, you'll keep my commandments? Join Eddie Armstrong and me, Charlie Hayes, as we seek our answers from Scripture. Eddie, you're talking about the ability of God to change us mm -hmm. totally. And it doesn't start with the outside. It starts mm -hmm. with the inside. Uh, I think that is an insight that if you don't have, it is something that will change your life because God is the cleaner yeah. <laughs> the inside out. And it, 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 it might, yeah, it might seem strange to some people to say, or what we do on the outside is a reflection of what yeah. we have in the inside. Isn't there the Bible verse that says, uh, out of the issue of the heart, uh, out of the heart are the issues of life. In other words, what's inside will come out uh, and express itself outwardly. Right. I mean, and sometimes you, you hear it in people. Uh, and I, you know, I, I probably say things that probably horrify people. I, I, I tend to be snarky. Sort of a little snarky, right? Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so, uh, and, and I'm working yeah. on that with God's help, you know, over time. I've said some things and yeah. said, boy, I wish I hadn't said that. And then, uh, you know, go to God about it. But, you know, it's it's what we say reflects on who we are inside and also reflects upon our relationship with God yeah. and a testimony. for God. You know, I, I, I can empathize oh. with you, Charlie, about the snarkiness. I, I must confess something. Uh, I, I despise doing this. I despise these Facebook uh, debates. Uh, and I got caught up in uh, one not too long ago. And I wound up calling one of the guys. Because I had a, a very uh, inspirational post on a certain website, but this guy turned it into something else, and pretty soon we're debating. And I finally threw up my hands and said, "You are nothing more than a religious troll." <laughs> now, the the minute I hit sin, I went, "Oh, I shouldn't have said that." But I've I felt so so convicted about it that I just ended the discussion. Uh, I'm sure he felt good to, that I did. <laughs> but I was uh, thinking of that verse. Uh, it's actually in Proverbs 4.23. It says, keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life. So we need to guard our hearts. Oh, and yeah. I didn't do a very good job of guarding it. And I call that guy re religious troll. That's terrible. Yeah. Well, you know, it's um, Jesus addresses this whole inside and outside the time when, you know, I, I went to Mark seven a little, yeah. you know, a couple of episodes ago and talked about how it says these people ought to read my lips with their lips, but mm -hmm. their heart is far from me and in vain do they worship. Now this is terrible. When you think in vain, you know, I go to church every day or every week or whatever it is, but we teach the doctrines of men and call them the doctrines of God. And so therefore we're not really reaching a relationship mm -hmm. with God the way we should. But he got to that because he was with his disciples and they were coming to Jerusalem. And when the crowds, when the, when the Pharisees saw some of his disciples eat bread 
with defiled, that is unwashed hands, it says in verse 2 of uh, right. Matthew, Mark 7, they found fault. And it wasn't that they were unwashed for cleanliness. They were unwashed because they, weren't, they didn't do the ceremonial washing that the Jews did, which is really just a little water that you know, ran over your hands and not really like scrubbing them like we do today. Not the 20 seconds yeah. we have to do for COVID, right? Right. Uh, so, and so all, so they were, it says for the Pharisees and all the Jews did not eat unless they washed their hands in a special way, holding to the tradition of the elders. Again, this is a man commandment. Yeah. And that a is God commandment. Go ahead. And when they, yeah. No, go ahead. I interrupted you. I'll let you talk. <laughs> Keep going. I said, and when they came to the marketplace, they do not, they don't eat unless they wash in accordance to traditions. So they were just uh, also, there were all these cups and pitchers. They had a ceremonial way of washing them, washing them. And that's when Jesus says, you know, to them, uh, when he would there be accused, you're just teaching the commandments of men as if they're commandments of God. And you do not worship me and do not, uh, do not really praise me. And then he goes on verse eight is the, is the one that mm -hmm. most of us know about this story. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men, the washing of pitchers and cups and many other things you do. And he said to them all too well, he's going to tell him that a really specific example of where they've taken one of the commandments of God and found right. a way around it. <laughs> right. All too well, you reject the commandment of God and you keep your tradition. For Moses said, honor your mother, mother, father and mother. Yeah. That's pretty straightforward, isn't it, Eddie? And he who curses his father and mother, let him be put yeah. to death. Pretty stringent. But you say, if a, if a man says to his father and mother, whatever profit you might have received from me is Corbin, that means I've mm -hmm. dedicated it to God, then you no longer let him do anything for his father and mother, making the word of God of no effect through the traditions mm -hmm. which you have handed down and many other such things you do. Now, yeah. Eddie, there's a lot there. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to well, let you I, comment I, now? The obvious thing here is a, there's a contrast, the contrast between man's commandment, and in this case, God gives them, a, or Jesus gives them a good example uh, and it has to do with the fifth commandment. So it doesn't sound like a, the law has been done away with, does it? Uh, the, the, the fifth commandment says, all. you know, you're to honor your mother and father. But they say, well, you know, there's a way we can get around that. Uh, we can give a gift. And so we don't all have to do anything to honor our mother and father. And Jesus says, you're making the word of God of no effect through your tradition, which you've handed down and many such things you do. So I know that there are 10 commandments, Charlie, and we can't twist those to fit what's convenient for us. Now, I'm going to hit the rubber where the rubber meets the road here. The fourth commandment says, remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. For in six days, the Lord made heaven and earth. And the sixth day or seventh day, God rested and he blessed that day and made it holy. Now, tra tradition has twisted that commandment by either trying to throw out the, the baby with the bathwater, 
In other words, we want to get rid of this fourth commandment. So let's throw out all the law. Or they've turned it into, well, you know, Christ died on a Sunday. So we're going to honor that day. And that is a making of no effect, the fourth commandment, through tradition of men. I know there's some verses out there that talk about the first day of the week, but none of those are in the context of doing away what God said uh, in the beginning in the Ten Commandments. Well, anytime we come across a, a uh, alternate, alternate yeah. uh, story, <laughs> an alternate way of keeping the commandments besides what God laid out, right. I think we should be sort of nervous. And especially when the basis of that is a tradition or something that might might my group of believers have always done that. Well, you know, they may have always done that and it may have had a purpose at one time, but maybe maybe uh, it is overriding now mm -hmm. something that's really important for God. And mm -hmm. it's time for you to take a look at that. But, you know, uh, I, Eddie, I, I, I really appreciate what you're saying here, that there are 10 commandments and if we say nine of them apply, but one of them doesn't, you're thinking, yeah. well, why am I saying that? <laughs> you know? There should be an alarm bell going off in your in your brain. And for these guys, you know, they were overriding. They found a way around the, the fifth commandment. Mm -hmm. So if you're finding a way around a commandment, then, then you've got to really think, well, what, what's that all about? I've heard some really convoluted things about adultery lately, but that uh, this this world thinks is a yeah. right to commit if. adultery if, right? And there's, you know, if, if you really love that person, the other person doesn't love you, you know, you're still married to the other person, but it's all right to go, you know, well, I'm not, you know, I think that's overriding. That's you're overriding the word of God. And unfortunately there are negative mm -hmm. consequences to that when you Absolutely. do that. Uh, and so uh, I, I think of the number of children whose lives have been really disrupted yeah. because we thought that's adultery was okay. You just can't reason your way out of a plain Thus saith the Lord, whether it's the fourth commandment, the fifth commandment, the eighth commandment, what, whatever it is. Now, keep in mind, and this is the whole purpose of what we're talking about here. You do not obey in order to be saved. You're saved by grace through faith. Your obedience comes because you love God. You've been changed by him. You have a new heart. But if you do sin, if you do mess up, and we all do then you have an advocate with the Father, 1 John 2, verse 1. And thank the Lord yeah. for that. He's built us a highway <laughs> to come back to him. Okay. Eddie, we'll have to continue this next time. Thank you for joining us. We are grateful for your prayers for answers from Scripture, and especially as we begin a new year. There are many wonderful links in the description of this podcast. Please take advantage of them. We look forward to hearing from you at afsepisodes at gmail.com. And as always, join us as we seek our answers from Scripture.